This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Next Jets, etc. podcast. And with me is always my buddy, my my pal, the man with the plan, the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend. I might as well just call you Carmen San Diego yourself because you're freaking traveling every year all out this country. You've been to Budapest, you've been to Greece, you go to, you now you're going to Kenya. Where else are you? Not, where else are you going, man? Where else are you going? Stop you know who it is, John Malika. We're good. <laughs> Stop it, Egypt. This guy's traveling all over the place, came and keep up with it. How you been, man? What's going on? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I'm all boosted up. With COVID. We got, we got some extra typhoid going, all my malaria pills. We're, 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 we're ready to go here, man. And then on the other side of that, the Knicks all have COVID, but for some reason, their games are not being postponed. And here we are with the entire Jets team, including our coach and staff with COVID. So I'm all right, man. I, I, I just, I hope my teams get well at this point. <laughs> it's so sad. The bar is getting lower and lower. First, we're looking for wins. Now, then competitiveness. Now, just, just please play. Like, we don't even have a player now. Well, that's all right, man. How you doing, man? I'm all right, man. You know what it is. Christmas season's around us. Last minute gift shopping. Running around like a chicken with your head cut off. You know what it is. <laughs> I feel you. But, John, I don't want to take up too much time because this man, we got we, we got a great guest today. And we got to make sure we get this man in and out of here because he's got a spaces to attend. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a phenomenal guest with us today. He's an NFL analyst. You know this man as the host and producer of Turn on the Jets podcast. We got Will Parkinson with us. Will, how are you doing, my man? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming on, man. Uh, you, you heard it. We're doing all right. We're, 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 we're crazy over here as, as the holiday season's going around. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad. Obviously, like everybody else, just trying to, uh, <laughs> trying to not get COVID so you can see your family and everything like that. Stay clean for the next couple of days. That's a fact. That's a fact. And by the way, since you're on here, congratulations uh, on, on the new Thank engaged you. man himself. How's engaged life for you? It's good, man. It's, uh, I can't complain. I feel a little old, but other than that, it's uh, nothing to complain about. <laughs> huge huge moves for you. Uh, this yeah, there's a lot going field, on. Huh? A lot going on. A lot going on. Yeah. A lot going on. <laughs> doesn't ever stop, honestly. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. I mean, we've been... We've been keeping up with you. I mean, especially since this past offseason when things were going nuts with Zach Wilson. Uh, we've been um, definitely following you day by day. You've had some amazing guests on, and now you've moved up, uh, which is really awesome. And, like, trust me, like, we're with you on so many takes, especially, like, your Ryan Griffin takes. <laughs> like, we are, we are, we are so on board with you. The GOAT. Uh, the GOAT. <laughs> the GOAT. The GOAT. <laughs> and honestly, like, Let's just start here. You, you, you started with the health, uh, for all of New York when now the Knicks, we know you're a Nets fan. The Nets just got canceled their game versus Portland. They are, they have nobody. (laughs) Like they have literally, they're just G League guys just tearing it up. But at least they're postponing those games, right? Because we're sitting here looking at the Jets, dude. They don't have a tight end. They don't have a safety. We might not have a linebacker. I don't, as of right now, I, 
I have a feeling Sunday is not going to happen until Monday or Tuesday. Um, they've got 19 guys, and then their head coach in general. If they get to like that 20, 25 player mark, like I don't know how much. I mean, even if these guys are asymptomatic, I don't want to go down the whole route of like, you know, what should or should not be, you know, what you should or should not be playing. It is what it is. It is what it is at this point. But if you have more, if you have half your active roster not active, like the practice squad doesn't even have enough guys to comp. Like once it passes the point where they can't even feel the team of just practice squad guys, I think there's 19 guys in the practice squad. So whatever, 46 or 53 minus 19. And like if they get enough guys where they, they can't even field like a 46-man active roster, like you have to move the game. I don't know if it'll happen, but it seems like each – every like four or six hours we're getting three, four more new guys, and they're missing like legitimately 12 starters on top of guys that shouldn't even really be starting on an NFL roster. So it's, it's not pretty right now. Um, somehow Jacksonville and Florida has no – Cases, but whatever. <laughs> a little, little uh, tinfoil hat business, but dude, we, like we started off with the tight end. Even Yaboa just got added on in the end there. Like, I don't really. I think it's just <laughs> might be a corpse of Dan Brown. I think he might be the only one left. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy out there, man. I, I am especially nervous versus Jacksonville Jaguars. See, we're about to make Trevor Lawrence look like the king, huh? He's about to look like the best quarterback. Then it's gonna be the Zach Wilson versus. Trevor Lawrence show. Are you ready for uh, that, Will? I see you uh, already hand on your face. Are you it's ready just, for it? It's one of those games where I feel like a lot of – there's not a lot of things that could bother me that happen Sunday. Like, I don't care if the Jets really lose at this point. I think you can rationalize either way. You can say, oh, they beat the Jaguars. They got a win. Uh, Zach looks good. Whatever. Like, you, you live with that. You live with close loss. You live with Zach playing badly, honestly, and losing. Because at that point, you still go, whatever, we got it. We're going to get a top two pick. We're going to get one of the best two players in the draft. The only two scenarios that cannot happen are Zach looks bad and they win, or they get blown out and Zach looks terrible. Like if they get blown out, then I have more questions about the staff than I do. It's nothing about Zach or anything like that. It's more about like, that's scary if you're getting blown out by a team that, that can't beat anybody. Um, what if the tight end coach is the head coach? And look at our tight ends. He was, the, <laughs> you know he was in ja- and he was in Jacksonville the last seven years, which is even weirder. Um, no, I, I just think I can't, I don't think at home, no, no matter who's playing or not playing, uh, I don't think you can lose by you lose by more than a touchdown and take a one possession game. If you lose by two possessions to a team that, frankly, like just got boat raced by Houston last week, then we have more more questions about like what's kind of going on in that building? Like how much have you really nailed it in? Like I said, as long as if Zach plays well in any capacity, I don't care. Like it does not, nothing matter. Nothing else matters. Right. That's kind of what this whole season has been about. We've been waiting for that game. Um, those type of games, we got a little bit tasted in certain games, but you know, not overall. If Zach plays poorly, then I really, I do hope they lose um, because at least you can say whatever Zach's a rookie. There's nobody playing. You can kind of rationalize that. You can't rationalize the, the two games that come to mind are both Buffalo games. Um, Sam Darnold, 20. Uh, Sam was fine, but like that staff was changing and then they miss out on Nick Bosa. That's the one that like is the real killer. Like nothing against mm-hmm. Quinnen, but Nick Bosa's got 15 sacks this year. Like, sure. and he's 23 <laughs> yeah. years old. He, whatever people feel about his, his voting uh, stuff, <laughs> you know, like, I don't care. Yeah. He, Carl Lawson might be the best player ever, but he, you know, best dude ever, but he's not playing. So, um, and then even, you look at uh, the Becton draft, you know, they go up to, um, you know, Buffalo and it's like, what was the point of that like game? Like in the rain against the Buffalo Bills backups and like they arrest everyone and Sam looked terrible. And then it's like, now we still, still don't win. know. If, we still don't know if Sam's <laughs> yeah. good. They win, they win. And then they drop down more in the draft. 
they got back then, whatever, it's fine. But like, I don't know, like just things could be different. So um, at all costs, have Zach play well. If not, take a fat, fat L because I'd rather have Kayvon Thibodeau or uh, Aiden Hutchinson than pretty much anybody else in this. Like there's a pretty big drop off between those two guys and the rest of the draft. Well, you've been mentioning Zach Wilson a lot. And before I get into that question, I got to do it. I got to do this ad read real quick. So guys, you love uh, what we do right here, right? On Nick's Chess, et cetera. We're, we're part of the fan-sided network. And if you like the fan-sided network and our product, then you probably like the Players' Tribune product because they're owned by the same company. So if you go over to the Players' Tribune, there's a podcast over there called the Knuckleheads Podcast, all right? They got former New York Nick Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles hosting it. And come on, guys, you got to check it out. Why? Because this podcast brings out some of the best NBA players, past and present, to have a totally unguarded conversations about sports, culture and basketball nostalgia this is the seventh season of the podcast and they brought on guests such as kevin durant jason tatum sue bird and demar Derozan. they've also bring on brought on some high class uh, musicians and other entertainers so make sure to go over to the players tribune and catch knuckleheads podcast or on all streaming platforms all right now getting back to what we're talking about Will, you mentioned Zach Wilson. I want to know your takes on Zach Wilson because I'm in the camp of saying, you know, we need to give Zach Wilson another offseason to get going. You know, I think there was just a lot of pressure on him to come in uh, year one. We were touting him as like Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes. You can call him the Mormon Mahomes, whatever you want to call him. And I think he himself bought into that hype and was going coming into the season and really trying to prove the to the entire league and Jets Nation that he was going to be that guy. Unfortunately, it hasn't been that way. And we've seen the ups and downs. If you ask me, I think the two best games that we've seen some better improvement is between the Philadelphia Eagles and this past week in the Miami Dolphins in the first half. Both not complete games, but you could say you at least saw some improvement. But what is what are your takes or your take on Zach Wilson the, the season uh, thus far? Do you think he's going to turn out well, give him more time? What, what are your overall th- thoughts? I'm not too concerned with Zach right now. I'd say my concerns are like a two out of 10, two and a half out of 10. Um, the things that concern me with Zach, cause I think he's trying to be, do too many different things at once. I think he's trying to be the game manager, Jimmy Garoppolo, Mac Jones type. I think he's trying to be Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. I think he's trying to be Matt Stafford. I think he's trying to be Steve Young. I think he's got four different, four to five different coaches in his ear. He's got former NFL players in his ear, current NFL players in his ear. His parents and his, it's a lot. Um, yeah. And I think it's a, it's not a good roster. Um, I think the roster right now is, is about as bad as you're going to get. Um, like truthfully, the film yesterday was really ugly uh, or Sunday. It was, it was ugly. And it's, mm-hmm. I don't think Michael LaFleur had a really, you know, he's been really awesome um, from calling plays and scheming things up for Zach. I think he emptied every bag of tricks he had. I mean, that third and 15 was really cool, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it was. Um, do you know how, deep, half, in, you know how deep in your bag you have to be to be like, this is the only way we're getting this. Like, this, we have, we can't create separation. And um, Cole and Mims have been really disappointing um, the last two weeks. I, I don't know how much Keelan Cole was affected by COVID. I don't know how much Denzel Mims was. Um, they look very bad. And it's causing a lot of issues. Teams are just sitting in man coverage. They're saying, Zach Wilson... You, you guys can't get open and we're going to light you up with pressure and we're going to treat you like a rookie. I'm kind of on a tangent here only because I think there is context to what's going on. I thought Zach was better against New Orleans. I thought the second half against Houston was good. I thought the first half against Philly was as good as it gets. Um, the second half against Philly, like I don't really have as many issues with as everybody else. They played like 
12 offensive snaps over yeah, the course of like 40 hours. Was ridiculous. It was awful. Um, he was hurt. The Patriots game, he looked decent early. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know how that game ends up, obviously, but they were going to get blown out no matter what. My point kind of being, there's been a lot of bad. There's been some okay, and there's been some good. And, like, I'm just not going to – like, all these rookies look the same. It's like they're only – the only thing they're being able to do is, like, off God-given ability. They have no idea what they're doing. Um, I don't think – in Justin Fields' case, I think it's an offensive line and a coaching problem. I think Trevor Lawrence is a huge coaching problem. And talent and Zach Wilson's a lot of talent, a lot of he played at BYU last year. And like I think people forget, like the NFL's different. All these quarterbacks are struggling. Like Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, guys that people are like are untouchables, you know, they've 13, 14 interceptions right now. It's not like everyone's got, you know, no other than Rodgers, everyone's thrown a ton of picks. Everyone has. So yeah, you know, and, it's and weird. That's a great point. Cause like he goes from BYU, best offensive line, you know, in his conference. Best some, I mean, his slot receivers following him from middle school, you know what I mean? And now he's literally on the worst offensive line in the league, youngest staff, youngest squad, no tight end. I mean, we got one left guard and we're all screaming about it, you know, for like nine, 10 weeks. Like it, it, it's kind of sad when you think about it. And, you know, here, Vera Tucker is showing up on the COVID list, which is obviously terrifying for this week. Are, are you nervous? So from the first and the second question, I'm kind of gauging this well. Are you nervous? Are you a little bit nervous that Zach Wilson is going to get outplayed and the Jets and we're going to look terrible and the narrative is going to kind of like fall hard on the same old Jets? Uh, I yes. I'm telling yeah. you, I'm, I, I, I kind of am nervous. Cause I think, I think this is an easy loss. Like in, in a vacuum, we should easily lose this game. And if, if it just wasn't the craziness over like Zach Wilson and Trev, like if this was Houston, it wouldn't matter, right? Like if we would have, if we lose the, no, Houston, it's the like, narrative. Of course, yeah. it's all the, it's the Jets fans have been, they ripped Trevor Lawrence because Zach hasn't played well. It's easy to rip Trevor and, um, and vice versa. I'm sure for Jaguars fans, it's like Zach Wilson sucks. Um, I'm more concerned, truthfully, about the fact that Connor McDermott on film last week. Um, <laughs> Left tackle. I can't it, believe it. Yeah, I don't. Th- like, I don't even know if he's a practice squad level player, like in the NFL. Like, I, I it's it's tough, and I don't, I'm not trying to hate on the guy. Like, I get it. Um, you know, whatever. But he, like, they're really lucky Zach Wilson didn't die on on one of these hits. Like, he was a free rusher that was like three people I can't see on video. Basically, like the Jets instead of blocking the Dolphins only brought five guys. Right. The Jets have five linemen and a running back. For some reason, they all slid right. And the left tackle just didn't block one of like their defensive end in front of his face. And he just literally had a free 30 yard run at Zach Wilson and murdered him. And um, that's the stuff that I I don't mind. Like if Zach's taking sacks because he's being a rookie, which is which also does happen. And there is some validity to like I know people get mad at the beat. There is some validity. Zach does hold the ball at times a lot. Justin Fields holds the ball. Trevor Lawrence does. It's what rookies do. Sam Darnold did it. Josh Allen does whatever. I can't have the offensive line not blocking guys. Like that's scary. And if AVT can't play and you're getting Dan Feeney and Connor McDermott next to each other Ooh. for four quarters <laughs> on Zach's blind side, like, and people are like, oh, Zach bails on pockets. Like, yeah, but also like I'd probably bail on a pocket yeah, if that exactly. was my left side too, you know? And I, no matter how good or bad the Jags are, like still the NFL, everyone gets paid. Um, We'll see. I'm not worried about the game in general. I just three, four picks cannot happen. In fact, I just mm-hmm. eclipse 200 yards, throw for a touchdown, maybe multiple touchdowns, and I'll live with that, make a couple throws, and, and kind of go from there. You can rationalize, like I said, rationalizing anything other than a blowout loss where Zach looks terrible. Like that's, or a, or a 
a really ugly 14-10 win where like they both look terrible. A guy that's not that's not enjoyable. I hope the Jets lose 41-35 and he throws for 450 yards. And, <laughs> you know, and it's like a fun game to watch, but they get the number one pick. Yeah, okay. a loss and seeing Zach Wilson progress is always uh at this point is just better just for a better draft position. I, I get that too. You want to add more talent to this team that's just asking for more talent. Like we are we're dire of talent. We we've been in this situation for long enough where we just need more talent. But adding on to, to Zach Wilson then, right? Is this criticism that we're getting from the Jets beat fair? Cause we see now Jets fans clamoring saying, Hey, why are we getting these type of headlines? Why are we getting this type of coverage? We're seeing the improvement. He didn't throw as many interceptions after he returned from in, his injury than he did before he got injured. What, what are your takes on all of that? Yeah, I think he's looked better. Um, he's taking care of the ball. I mean, other than you know, if you go back to, um, I made this point in the pod the other night. If you even go back to, if you take out, I know you can't take out that <clears throat> that one Patriots game. I mean, he's, what do you have? Seven interceptions and ten starts. Other than that, and like yeah. it, it, it's amplified by that one, um, that game, the Denver game, and Everything the game was circumstantial too, right? Like, like yeah, the was... first two picks are, you know, the first one was a terrible. I should have thrown it. It's the first oh, time it the drop. Patriots did you drop? Then the other then two, the desperation, was, and the the desperation. Yeah, yeah, and of course that all sets in. He's the second game in the NFL. Like the Patriots defense now, I don't think we were all thinking that at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the Denver game sucks. It's because it's like he had no chance in that game. Guys are dropping balls everywhere. Um, you know, Braxton Bears could hit like as good as Braxton's been all year. I mean, like that game was not pretty for him. Um, Elijah didn't look right in that game. Corey Davis's year kind of spiraled after that. So, um, he's turned the ball over, but I don't think he's turned the ball over the way people think. Like his interception percentage is still second worst in the NFL. Um, but it's not like it's, it was at where it was early in the year where it was like, dude, this guy is ripping interceptions left and right. So um, the running touchdowns are cool. I wish they were throwing touchdowns because the stat line would look like what people look at it look a little different. Um, but other than, you know, other than that, I do think he looks better. Um, he just needs to put together at some point here. And this is the best opportunity. Although this Tampa game is scaring me because every <laughs> single Bucks player is out for the yeah. season now. And it's like, they're probably going to be, they're not going to have a chance at the one seed and they're going to just try to milk it. And like, if the Jets beat Tampa and lose this week, I'm going to be heated. But um, this is this I'll, is I'll just, take a Tom Brady win. That, yeah, that, that yeah. for me, that that's just the one. Yeah, feel warm inside. Like, Probably the last care. time I'll play in MetLife, right? I mean, they're not playing them yeah. next year, so. Yeah. Well, whatever. All I'm saying is, I think Dak's shown improvement, but at this point, like this is a this is a game where like he should be able to put together four quarters of like stable, decent football. I guess the only caveat is like if the Jaguars just run James Robinson for 40 carries, he might be on the sidelines for a while because the Jets run defense. Is That's what I'm saying. Man. If we don't Very have a safety bad. or a linebacker, that could actually work this week. Yeah. So I, honestly, it's a scary I, I'd week. love it. 65, 62. I change my like, <laughs> I, I just keep <laughs> jacking it We're up. Going up. The longer this conversation goes, the higher the score is going to get for Will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. Um, well, let, let us get you out of here on this last question about the future. So we mentioned how, you know, we don't know what Cole and Mims really brings to this team. Crowder's on his last year after a restructure, so he's probably not coming back. Corey Davis, we just signed, so we're stuck with him, but he looks mad. And of course, we got more. So it's really Corey Davis, more, and of course, our, our boy, Braxton Berrios, right? So let's, let's, let's keep those three. And then on the other hand, it looks like we're going to have Zach Wilson, right? Like it, there's no other quarterbacks coming here. We're not going to really trade all of our picks. However, there's been some 
you know, interesting questions going on in, in the Jets world this week about maybe getting rid of a late draft pick for some sort of veteran, whether that's a wide receiver, maybe a tight end, because, you know, as we're talking about today, the narrative can't go on to next year and say, oh, you know what? We had a bunch of draft picks and the rookies. So, yeah, you know, we got to give these guys one more year because we had the youngest team going into 2021. So then we're just talking in circles, man. You know, that, that's not going to work. So what do you think your plan is uh, with the quarterback, the wide receiver? Like, do you see Joe Douglas kind of sh- changing his strategy in day two, day three? Like, how, how do you see uh, jo- Joey D uh, kind of flowing through? Yeah, so um, they have to be hyper aggressive this offseason. There's no doubt about that, that, you know, the – they're, Joe Douglas is five and twenty-five as a GM. Um, Owen eleven his last eleven division games. I think he's done a really good job in getting value for depreciated assets. I think I thought this draft was really good. He stockpiled picks. Um, I thought the Lawson signing was really good. Unfortunately, obviously, it's hurt. I thought the Davis signing at the time was actually pretty good as well. And I, I'm not totally out on that. I just think that like you need to add another body there yeah. for sure. He's just, he's just a body. Um, yeah, I think he's. A, Really, really good elite number three, I guess. He's a really good two. Um, more obviously kind of came into his own, but we never got to see both of them fully healthy playing together with Zach Wilson fully healthy. It's, so it's been like a little bit rough there. Um, they need to be active in the trade market. Uh, I think people that just want to continue to build through the draft, I, I understand why. It's, it's cheaper. It's a more long-term plan. The NFL is not like baseball. The NFL is not like the NBA. Um, I think – no offense, Nick fans can feel this better than anybody. Like eventually, like you have to get good talent in here. You can't just continue to build through the draft because not every guy is as good as they come out of college. It just doesn't always happen. Like I know this is a Nick thing, but like I'm not a huge RJ Barrett fan, but like it, the Knicks, you can't just put all your eggs in the basket. Of, like we're going to get Zion or we're going to get this guy. Or the Jets are going to go the number. Like if the Jets don't get the number one pick, it's not like the the years of failure. Um, yeah. Or something of that nature. Obviously, I know it's a little different topping around topics. I'm just saying, like, no, yeah. you, but you even, if we, even if we trade everything screwed. for like, for like, I don't know, Michael Thomas, like, that's not going to help anything. You know what yeah, I mean? Like you got to be, I think they, they, the receiver thing is a little t- tough because I think I'd prefer them to do take, you know, get a guy in the draft, but like, I threw kind of shit the fan a little bit with like Namari Cooper and Jerry Judy and guys that teams have already paid multiple guys at the same position group and might be looking to move off of. Um, I think the more important thing they need to look in the offensive line and in the edge room. Mm-hmm. I would sell everything for Daniel Hunter. I think the Jets, Connor mentioned this. I, I've been talking about Daniel Hunter for two years, and I think anyone that's following <laughs> me is like, dude, it's not yeah. happening. It probably won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's, he's still 27 years old, and he's been the best edge rusher we've had in 20 years. Um, you think Anthony Barr kind of poisoned that? Poisoned yeah, well, <laughs> Anthony Barr is a, just what a, what a guy. Ruined my boy Matt Barkley's career. And then, um, no, nah, it's. I just think you need to be active with those day three picks. Eventually, you can't pay every rookie um, mm, down the line. Right. And I think they've done a good job of the Eccles, Bryce Halls of the world. Um, I just, I don't know that you need to continue to bring in 78 rookies a year and just have the youngest roster ever. Like, I think now it's start time to get a balance of not just CJ Mosley and Sheldon Rankins, but having seven, eight, nine veterans in that locker room that go, we know exactly what it takes to not lose games in the NFL, not just to win them because winning is really difficult for everybody. The mm-hmm. Jets are really bad at losing games. Um, bad, te- bad teams, lo- bad teams lose. I beg lose. to differ. No, 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 that's, that's the one thing they're really good, good at, at is losing yeah, games. They're like, they're not like the Patriots won't beat themselves, right? Even, even Sunday or whatever yeah. it is, like Thursday, they're not going to beat themselves. Um, good teams don't do that. The Packers don't do that. The Bucs don't do that. And when they do, 
it's like a it's a big deal. The Jets do it every week. Um, last week, yeah, they lost thirty one twenty four, and they could have won. The Dolphins didn't win that game. The Jets just didn't did fifty four yep. yards in the second half, right? So, yeah. I say all that to say like there needs to be expectation to be good next year. Like they have got to be between a seven and a ten win team. Like there's just no like you will, the staff will not be here. I mean, especially Douglas will not be here in 2023 if they win five games and they start out one and eight. Like it just won't happen. Oh my like, god! You know, I mean, it, it won't happen. And I, I don't. Yeah. I want them to work. I like Salah. I like Zach Wilson. I think they have a little bit more time, but they're all attached to each other. That's the. I'll finish on this. Like that was what happened when you mm-hmm. traded Sam and you brought in a new head coach. You brought in a new quarterback. You have a GM that only was you know 12, well really 18 months in, but 12 months in. They're all linked up, right? They're all in the same contract yep. scale. Zach Wilson, Sala, Douglas, all five years left or four years left. If it's sour again next year, and like you're you're doing Halloween games with a, a quarter and you know a half empty stadium, and you're already out of the playoffs, like can't happen, man. It's like it's a year eleven out of the playoffs, and do I think there'll be a playoff team? I have no idea what will happen this offseason. Do I think their bare minimum is to win seven or eight games? Yeah, I do. I, I think like you have to be a legitimate, competent franchise next year, and the we're the youngest team or we're rebuilding stuff won't it won't fly. Um, as much as I love the rebuilding and the promising, like oh we lost, but like Michael Carter had seventy two yards, like can't happen anymore. It's just it's fans are over it. I'm at every game. It's frustrating to sit in the yeah. stadium full of fifty percent other teams fans, twenty five percent empty, and then twenty five percent Jets fans who just want to. Be there to have a good time. It's it's got to move on, You're, dude. You 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 hit the nail on the head, and it's that last part is what really kills me, dude. Going to the stadium at like nine ten a.m. and then being miserable by like one fifteen, dude. That it, that really hurts. But I think you made the perfect point. I don't think Joe Douglas can afford to just have a full rookie draft because you're right. If he starts off slow, we, we can't say hey. We're, we're a young team because he's just not going to last. So I agree with you there. Yeah, and and, and to I'll end it on this and then get you out of here. Well, it's like also let's look at who the owner is, Woody Johnson. He's not the most patient guy. We've seen guys just get out of here real quick if he's not liking it, and he's influenced by how others are perceiving the team. Look, he was fired after a plane just flew fire John Idzik. Uh, you know, so if that's going to happen, it, it tells you that there needs to be some sort of progression next season. I think seven to eight wins is. A reasonable expectation for a team, especially with a second-year quarterback, second-year head coach. You got to see some wins on that table. But, Will, thank you so much. We know you got to get out of here. Appreciate the time, my man. If you got anything to plug, please let our listeners know where they can find you. If you got anything coming up. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. I obviously, you know, enjoyed it and, uh, you know, you know, love to hop on any time. Uh, Will PA11 on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, yeah, turnthejets.com, turn the Jets on uh on Apple, Spotify, podcast every Tuesday, sometimes Saturdays. Um, <clears throat> got some, got some really big guests. I don't want to give away yeah, too much you yet. Always do. Brian, you got to tease it, man. You got to tease it. Most of, if not the entire NFL Live crew, will be on at some point uh, between January and February, um, along with a bunch of people. Connor will be on, Joe will be on, um, and then a bunch of uh, got some players coming on as well. So um, nice. stay tuned for that. It'll be a big. There's a big. It's a big schedule in the off season. Um, some good morning football people. So we get, we'll be uh, we'll be cooking. Make sure to kind of tune in and uh, you know go from there. We're ready. Awesome. Looking forward to it. (laughs) Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, everyone. That was Will Parkinson from Turn on the Jets. Go make sure you go follow him on Twitter. All right. As he said, at 
Will, PA11, Will Parkinson. Turn on the Jets.com. He is a good podcaster. He always brings on some good guests, always giving you that good content. Make sure to go follow him and listen to this podcast. John, before we get, uh, before we get out of here, man, what do we think is going to happen this game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, man? You're, you're out of here. So I, I got to get your takes, man. We got to go deep dive. We got to go deep dive into this game. So what, what do you got? So first of all, yeah, thank you uh, to Will for coming on. I mean, he's teasing big guests. He's always, he's had big guests on, honestly, legit for the last maybe year and a half. So definitely check him out. If he's teasing big guests, that means they're even bigger than before. So uh, always good stuff. And as you heard, he's, He's in touch with uh, with the fan base. He has no agenda. Uh, he's just a Jets fan that you know covers them just like us. So definitely, uh, thanks to him for coming out. And I think he has a good point about the postponement of this game. I mean, we have 15 dudes now, 19 dudes by the, by the time we started recording this, including the coaching staff. I, it, this could Insanity. be a postponed. <laughs> this could be a postponed game. But however, we saw like with the Rams. I mean, how, and, and the Browns, how many people like that had the false positives? You know what I mean? That came off yeah. the second time, like one or two, and it, it wasn't that big of a deal. When you go down the list, I mean, the depth is obviously an issue when you see 15, 19 players, safety, linebacker. But the biggest names are Elijah Vera Tucker, like you pointed out, John Franklin Myers. Like those two are probably the biggest problems in the fact that the Jets won't be able to plug those holes. But like yeah. we also don't have a safety. We also like don't have a linebacker. And, like we're, with, and we're losing a safety. We're losing Neesman this uh for this week that, too. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. we like legit don't have one. And like I besides CJ Mosley who has a back and, issue. And Elijah Riley who's in linebacker. concussion protocol. Well dude Riley's not coming back for the rest of the year. I know I'm just saying yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just adding on to like the the, the issues that we have right yeah. now. Like not having anybody. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So like I don't know if I, I agree that it could move uh, up maybe a couple of days to Monday or Tuesday, but I don't even know what that's going to do. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I, it's I not going to help the this team. Minus one. I can't believe we're favorites. It's minus one right now. Still sitting there. I it's it's an interesting line. I mean, we're minus Jaguar, one. Yeah, we're favorites in this game. We're home. I mean, the Jaguars stink. They were favorites by five points last week, and they got absolutely mollywopped by the Houston Texans and Sims. They can't even get their players. Mollywopped, this man said. How old are you? They, they <laughs> did. They really did. Like, it was it was crazy. And they were, I mean, if you check Winning Picks Weekly, our video producer for Nick Schitt, et cetera, and my co-host Greg was making fun of me for taking the Jaguars, like, all year long. Tell me how bad the Jaguars are. All of a sudden, you're taking them minus five. Like, yeah, I took them like a, like a, like a dummy. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? They absolutely got crushed. But with this COVID stuff, with Elijah Fair Tucker, and as you heard Will eloquently put about Connor McDermott, who just looked horrific. If we have McDermott and Vera Tucker out, so it's Dan Feeney, and then we got McGovern, Greg Van Roten, and then whoever our right tackle is at the moment, like whoever comes in with the COVID stuff, I mean, this could be a real issue, man. Like we could have real, real problems. Yeah, for sure. It's going to, I think it is going to be real, real problems. Regardless of when this game gets moved, do we play this Sunday? Like the one, we got <laughs> Dan Feeney, is that was, that was doing it to you? I know. So I, the, the wine is really doing, no dude, sense. the wine is doing it to me because we have a rookie quarterback. We saw what happens with just Sam Darnold, third-year veteran, 
behind a terrible offensive line last season, how it was just funneled to him. You're telling me the blind side is just gone? Like, absolutely gone. That's yeah, just terrifying. It was gone last game. It was gone last game versus a blitz, blitz happy Miami. Blitz happy Dolphins. Exactly. But uh, and Michael Carter got a rough. bunch of heat. Michael Carter got a bunch of heat for, you know, his lack of blocking last week. You know, Will, you know, tried to verbally draw out a play for us uh, that he mm-hmm. caught from film. It looks bad out there, man. I'm really not confident about this game. I'm really not confident about this week. Our tight end coach, for God's sakes, I know he has ties to Jacksonville, but our tight end coach, first of all, no tight ends. Like, we complain. Like, Wesco's out. Griffin's out. Yaboa's out. <laughs> like, literally, it's going to be Dan Brown yeah. and friends. Yeah. Uh, which sounds like a horrible show from, like, the 60s. Uh, <laughs> or, like, I, I really have no idea how the Jets are going to win this game. So, that's, I, that's, that's really all I have here. I, I legitimately do. If Elijah Vera Tucker and John Franklin Myers do play, now we're talking. Now it's just a normal Jets team, honestly. Like, yeah. we've never had a safety. We never had a linebacker to go with Davis and Mosley anyway. I mean, we're really losing nothing at the end of the day. So there's that point, but we still stink. I mean, James Robinson might be the best player on the field. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Which scares me. Yeah. Look, I don't have faith that the Jets are going to win this game just because we have so many guys missing. I'm with Will on this where you want to see the progression of Zach Wilson, like playing well, right? Like if he can throw for over 200 yards, no interceptions, get one, two touchdowns through the air, looks competent. You know, his footwork is looking better. If he can throw some precise passes and not underthrow, overthrow, just in the breadbasket, my man, in the breadbasket, right <laughs> on the hands. Like, I'll be happy with that. I don't, I just don't see us winning, especially with if the Jaguars are going to decide to run up and down the field. I, the team, Jaguars have, they could decide that they want to run up and down the field all they want. They stink. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. Yeah, but here's <laughs> like, the thing. I'll say they this. They can decide though. anything. I'll, I'll say this because. There's something that needs to be said. They both teams are down. Not we're not we're we're bad, but they're down bad. You know what I mean? Like the Jaguars are down. Like you lose Urban Meyer because of his old scandal and just being a terrible head coach. Which my God, to I still I don't know who that guy is. I forget his name that you mentioned. Uh, the guy who said uh, Trevor Lawrence shouldn't go to the Jets because Jeremy essentially Shatt. it's a, yeah. I, video lives rent free in my head, man. Yeah, let me tell you something. I don't remember names like that for horrible takes because it's a trash take. And looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is a dumpster fire, I don't. It doesn't live. It doesn't live. It it doesn't live rent free. I just find it funny that a guy who covers the league does no analysis to even come to that conclusion. But I digress. Anyway, both teams are down bad. Not down bad. Sorry, Jaguars are Jets are bad. Jaguars are down bad. They lose their head coach. You're, you're essentially in dysfunction. Right that's an, that's analysis. They lose their head coach. You're now bringing a head coach. Usually a team galvanizes after the head coach is gone and usually gets a win. That didn't happen. So now where's team morale? They probably just want the season to end at this point and not saying that they, that the Jets will win because of that. What I am saying is that this game is going to be closer than we actually think. <laughs> and I think it's minus one. And I think that's why it is minus one. I'd put up a little bit higher. I don't think it'd be minus one. I think it'd be probably minus. It should be minus three and a half. Like a field goal, I think. I think I would put it around there. Right, um, so I mean, I know, I know this is not a gambling pod, but a home field is, is usually three points. Yes. So it's now minus one. So that means the, the Vegas is saying Jacksonville is technically two points better. 
Yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah, they both what... suck, and if they're two points better, I mean, I guess it makes sense in that in that way. But yeah, I mean, at this point, I, ha- I have to say the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win because we don't have a left tackle or a left guard. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think it's just going to be close. I think I think it's I think it's just going to be a close game. I just think it'll be a <laughs> or close a tight game. end. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know like where to stop. Once again, I'm just saying I think it will be a close game. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's all I'm saying. It's going to be a close game. Right. We're going to have we're gonna get some Braxton Barrios, Jameson Crowder, DJ Montgomery, uh, <laughs> Keelan Cole. He's you know he stunk last week. He's bad. Right. Just I'm just saying that's what we're getting. That's what right. we're getting. What what is our video producer and the co-host of Winning Picks Weekly at Winning P Weekly on and Twitter. Russell Wilson hater have to say and Russell and our resident Russell Wilson hater have to say about this week's Jets versus Jaguars game. And next week, he will be filling in for me on the Jets episode. So let's yeah, get I'll a little f- preview. I'll be filling in, so I'm going to be watching some tape this week. Don't you worry. Breaking down some plays, getting it ready for next week. But this week, I, I was just looking. I was trying to bring up my handy-dandy COVID tractor online. <laughs> And Jacksonville looks like they just don't have as many. Like they don't have a ton of people with the on the COVID list. Like we have by There's far. There's no COVID in Florida, apparently, Greg. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> it doesn't exist down there. So, you know, just even though both teams are bad, to your guys' point, like I'm just worried about depth. Like the NFL is a violent game. We're gonna get injured at some point. So we're already on our third four string guys. Now we start bringing in, you know, even backup guys. Guys that are just getting signed. I mean, we saw it with Washington. So last night, two nights ago, when they brought a guy in off the street to play quarterback for them, <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough to fill this stuff in, and we're not a good team to begin with. So now you start adding in these guys who don't have time with the team, time to gel, time to learn the playbook. It can be tough. So like like Alex said, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be low scoring. And I'm just hoping, I think Alex said it perfectly, I keep talking about Zach Wilson's, Zach Wilson's accuracy. I just need him to be able to throw a passable ball or catchable ball. <laughs> I just need it to be close to these guys. So that's uh, what I'm looking for this week. Uh, no, it's all, it's all fair. I mean, which is tragic to think about this point week, whatever we're in week 15, week 16 right now in the NFL. Six, all I 16. want, like, yeah, all I want are just passable, catchable balls. But that's where we're at. The Jets fan, we're on next year, really. <laughs> cool, Three more cool games, Jack baby. Next Three year, more right? games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you already called us the second year. We're just trying to, we're just trying to. Get non overthrows in the flat to Michael Carter. Yeah, and I think like you know one of the things that I've been talking about, and I think I want to dive into a little bit uh, more detail next week, Alex, is just really looking into Joe Douglas and what he's done so far for the Jets because I think he's done a good job with trades. I don't know if he's done a good job drafting. I agree with that. Yeah, it's something that I think I want to dive into is I think a lot of people either. I think a lot of people are saying Joe Douglas has been great. I don't know if he has been. And that's my issue right now with the people that we have in the building. I don't know if his first draft was all that good. His second draft, mm-hmm. we got some good pieces, mm-hmm. but really for me, it's third been draft. Great. It's third draft. Third draft is yeah. third, third going to be it's the make break for him. I mean, I mean, last draft is unbelievable, though. Yeah. But, yeah. This past year's draft was unbelievable. But Elijah first, Moore, his first draft. I mean, his are, you first counting, draft. are you counting Elijah Vera Tucker as a trade or as a draft pick? Draft. That's a draft okay. pick. So yeah. No, so but, well, a trade to set our, it up. So the trade was obviously great. Cause yeah. We all know, you know, sack boy out there or whatever. He's sure. You know, he's yeah. Nothing, yeah. So. 
Yeah, Blitz Boy out in Seattle. Yeah, Blitz Boy. So, yeah, so the trade was great to set it up, but then also the execution of the pick was good this year. But it's taken them a little time. The first couple of drafts, I really don't think were that great. I, I want to say, like, I, I, we're not going to go too deep into this, but yeah. I, I can get behind uh, the first year of Joe Douglas's draft being not that good. I mean, it, we well, we got Mekhi Becton. Who else did we get from that draft? Uh, which corner did we get? Um, was Bryce Hall there? Same draft? I think Bryce Hall was uh, in that draft, wasn't he? I think he? he's with Vecton. Yeah. Like I said, I want to dive into a little bit more next week, Alex, because the thing though, the thing that kills me about the whole giving him a pass on the first draft, or even maybe a little bit on the second draft, is I thought the whole point why we brought him in is, oh, he's been with Philadelphia, he's built that organization up. Like you don't have to learn scouting when you're off with the new organization. You should know how to scout. You should know how to read. You know, you should know how to interview yeah. people. You should know mm-hmm. what you need. For your team, but they cleaned so. the house, Greg. They clean. They they got yeah. all new scouts. That's tough. Yeah, the Jets stink. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we haven't got a second round pick right until Elijah Moore, hopefully, for the last X amount of years. Even Denzel Mims. Yep. So yeah, like I said, I want to dive into a little bit more because I want to do a little prep, just like I want to do a little bit more prep for the Russell Wilson stuff. But you know, he keeps backing me up week in and week out. He shows his true self with. Was 120 yards last night? No TDs, no picks, one pick. You know, DK Metcalf is screaming and yelling. You yeah, guys, you guys <laughs> like him because he's a Yankee. It's so it's okay. It's uh, okay, deal. okay. Here we go. No, I mean, I, got, I mean, here, here, your hold, slander hold. is ridiculous. You you can't have him over Derek Carr and Big Ben if you use any one argument. You just can't. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to sway through the waves. You're gonna say, "Oh, we're talking career. We're talking Big Ben. We're talking this year. We're talking Derek Carr. We're talking yesterday." Or we say Tannehill. Like you have to keep like you have to keep maneuvering through the waves to get Russell Wilson out of the top fifteen. But it's okay. We got your point. You don't like Russell. Here you I go. mean, it's it's gonna be fun when he goes when he's gonna when he gets traded to the New York Giants next year. You're gonna you're gonna be like, "Look, I've always hated him. You guys just hopped on the bandwagon." So you'll you'll have a leg up on us there. Here we go. Here we go. Here, here here's the draft picks for for uh, Joe Douglas in the year 2020. Top two picks right now from that draft are Mackay Becton, which is round one, and Bryce Hall from round five. The others, which is Denzel Mims, round two, eh. Ashton Davis, round three, eh. uh, Zaniga, round three, eh. well Michael P Ryan, yikes, James Morgan, whew. Cam Clark, still waiting. And Brandon Mann, who's been okay, it's been okay to to when he's when he's been on the field. So the draft's not spectacular, just from this. I want to go go down that route, but yeah, know. I mean the trades have been incredible though. So that's the biggest thing for the the Jets is I finally feel like for the first time in a while we're not getting fleeced on trades. We're fleecing other people, and we did it to the Seahawks twice. That's a fact. <laughs> so a fact. I love it. I love it. So. You know, like uh, Will was saying, you know, he's he's positioned himself nicely for this offseason. But this offseason, we have to get aggressive. We have to bring in a wide receiver. We have to bring in more offensive linemen, more defensive linemen. And there's yeah. no more. I'm tired of the rebuilding stuff, just like Will said, just like you guys have said. It's We have to take a step. What yeah, that step is, that's kind of still up in the air, but we need to take a step. Yeah, I agree, with, Jacksonville? I agree with all those points. <laughs> Let's start there. Do, do, we we talk, do we want to talk? Do we want to do final score predictions for the Jacksonville? Because it's a big one. If you guys don't know, John and I have a season long bet on the Jets versus Jacksonville. Who's going to finish worse? So <laughs> it's coming down to this. It's coming down to this week. So, John, who do you got for final score in this game? Listen, I think it's going to be 
16 to 13 Jacksonville. Good Lord. That is gross. <laughs> Alex? I think it's going to be worse, honestly. I think it's going to be 14-7 Jacksonville. Actually, no, no. 14-10 Jacksonville. Sorry. 14-10. It'll be close. It'll be close. I'm going 13-6. Oh, I'm going I'm going field goal city. No One touchdown. Mm-hmm. Ugly, ugly game. Jacks. So it's gonna come. It's gonna come down to tiebreakers, man. We're gonna yep. come down to tiebreakers. We're gonna because they're both gonna have three wins. It's not head to head. It's like strength of schedule. It gets all messy. We're gonna we're gonna have fun uh, going through this draft. It's gonna come down to it, but it's gonna. But <laughs> hey, you know what? That's the, we're gonna be it's like sad, but that's the like, most exciting thing I have going for me right now as a Jets fan. Is who's gonna be worse, the Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars? We're gonna be well, like rooting for like a random NFC game, so their strength of schedule could be like just take care of Oh man! Well, this this is a good place uh, to end it. We'll, we'll leave uh, we'll leave your long bet for winning picks weekly, and just to end out on even. Crazier news for all your Knicks fans out there that listen to this podcast. <laughs> Derek Rose is out for eight weeks. Yep. <laughs> well, this is quite a time to end the podcast. I'm not going to be here for the Knicks episode, so I'll just say my tinfoil hat is on, and D-Rose teased this, this quote-unquote minor McBride. ankle surgery a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he was like, I'm trying to get McBride in here. Yeah, let's get, I'm not get some McBride minutes. Hell yeah. Let's get some McBride minutes, Kemba minutes. You know what it is. Let's do this. Kemba's out here. <laughs> All right. You know what it is. Oh, my God. Thank you once again to Will Parkinson to hopping on this podcast with us. Thank you for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Next Jets, etc. podcast. You know what it is. Make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if that's where you listen to us. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to leave a comment. This all helps us out so greatly. Also, tell a friend. Tell a friend about a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about us, all right? That also helps us. Also, make sure to go to the YouTube channel and subscribe to our, to our page right there and to hit, a, hit the like button if you watch one of the videos and to hit the notification bell so you know when a new episode drops. On top of that, while you're there, John and Gregory talked about a winning picks weekly. We got another podcast over there. These guys go down the NFL slate week to week, give their odds and their bets, their picks, whatever you want to call it in, and they go head to head. They got some long, they got futures, they got teasers, they got everything you want to know. Don't come for the quarterback list, but they got they're good at everything else. All right. And then last but certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it. We are there. We are there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Next Jets, Etc. podcast. John, safe travels. You know what it is. We out of here. Let's go Jets, baby. I'll be back after Tampa. Back for the Jets bills, as always. Let's go.